Good morning, my friends, and welcome to yet another incredible installment of Morning Reload. From very high above all the puerile and insipid forms of Wyoming mainstream media, this is Cowboy State Politics. I, of course, am your illustrious host, David Iverson, firmly ensconced behind the silver Cowboy State Politics microphone and broadcasting to you from the Cowboy State Politics Northern Command Studio in Sheridan, Wyoming. Good morning, my friends, and welcome to the program. It's Monday, August 14th. We begin this morning with the Powell Tribune in an interesting column entitled, Elected Boards, Not Appointed Ones, Should Make the Biggest Decisions. In principle, I tend to agree. It's important that government officials, elected or otherwise, be held accountable for their actions. By accountability, of course, I mean elections. If the mayor of your town is doing a crappy job, then voters have to have the ability to get rid of him and find somebody else. Technically speaking, at the city and county level, voters create all forms of government, whether directly or by proxy. We elect our county commissioners and city council, and then they, in turn, fill out the other parts of the government. They do this through the creation of various boards and commissions. In any Wyoming community, there are various and sundry different boards and commissions and all sorts of things that take care of different parts of your city government. The museum, the library board, weed and pest. More often than not, the people that make up these different boards are not elected. They're appointed by your city council or your county commissioners. The theory being, in that any community, you have subject matter experts that might be more qualified than those people that sit on the city council or the county commission. It's an interesting system in that it gives an opportunity to just about everyone to participate in their government without having to go through all the toils of elections. If there's something that you're interested in personally, more than likely there's a board that you could sit on to do that very thing. For example, if you're a retired game and fish official, you might consider sitting on the conservation board. One of those that's received a lot of press lately is the city, county, and zoning board. These are the folks that decide what building you can put up where. Generally speaking, I'm opposed to zoning boards because they tend to restrict your personal property rights. But on the other hand, you don't want an agricultural operation in the middle of a residential neighborhood. It's probably not a good idea to have a hog farm in the middle of town. And if I wanted to wake up to a rooster every morning, I'd move out to a farm. The people that make these decisions are the various city and county planning and zoning boards. In theory, and in a perfect world, the way this would work is the planning and zoning board would study some sort of development or property and then make a decision, and that decision goes before the city council or the county commissioners. More often than not, however, in most Wyoming communities, the city planning and zoning board tends to operate independently, and then the approval by the city council or the county commissioners becomes sort of a rubber stamp. Zach Taylor of the Powell Tribune writes, and I quote, There are two main varieties of boards amongst our local governments, elected and appointed. The former, obviously, are the ones we know most about because they are made up of people we vote for. Thus, they ought to and usually do make the biggest decisions in their respective areas. For example... While the appointed members of the Park County Planning and Zoning Commission have been hashing out details before approving a new county land use plan, 
It'll be the elected members of the Park County Commissioners who, after more public comment, make the final decision. Both boards are a key part of the process. Having covered both city and county planning and zoning boards, I know just how much time these volunteers put into their work, and their input can be incredibly impactful, as they often come from walks of life that dovetail with the process, such as realtors, developers, and engineers. However, as they are appointed by larger boards, like city council and county commissioners, it's natural that in many circumstances they are not approving but recommending to said larger board what should be done, end quote. Now that's the way that it should work. The people who are elected should have to make the hard call and be accountable to voters. But politicians being politicians, and especially at the county and city level, they often pass the buck, on the hard calls that is, so they themselves don't have to face the ire of voters. Come on, why make a political career-ending decision if you can pass it off to somebody else and make them take the blame? Convenient, huh? Well, that's what's happening over in Cody with their planning and zoning board. That board's not elected. It was appointed. The people that sit on that board don't get paid. They're volunteers. And if you notice, you haven't heard from anybody on the Park County Commission or the Cody City Council or anybody in those positions come out and make a statement publicly. Why would they? They can let the planning and zoning board take all the heat for it. And if their decision goes badly... They can always claim that those folks knew what they were getting into before they accepted the position. Like I said, it's a pretty convenient arrangement, wouldn't you say? Before we get too much farther into this, let's pay a few bills. Today's program is brought to you by New Trend Hats. It doesn't matter what type of headwear you're looking for, they probably have it. Go to their website, NewTrendHats.com. Morning Reload is also brought to you by Morton Buildings. It doesn't matter what type of structure you're looking for for your property. Give my friends Nick and Jesse a call at Morton Buildings. Their phone number is 307-674-2532, or you can check them out on their website at mortonbuildings.com. And now, back to our program. Zach Taylor goes on, quote, That's not what's been happening in the case of Cody with the proposed Church of Latter-day Saints Temple, and it's unfairly put way too much heat on these volunteer county planning and zoning board members. Remember, most of them are relatively new to this or any public board, and they're now tasked with making the final call on whether to build the temple. The truth is, though politically perilous, it shouldn't be that difficult of a decision. If the proposed temple meets all of the city ordinances, it should definitely be a yes regardless of what all the people that live around the proposed site think about it. The law is the law, period. If you don't like it, elect people that will change it. And again, just because you don't like something doesn't mean you get to prevent it. Zach Taylor ends his column like this, quote, In the true representative democratic process, the voters can then make decisions next election cycle regarding important votes such as this. And in that open and understandable process, everyone on the city council would run for their position, would know going into it the heat they could face, the scrutiny, and the potential defeat in a future election. Cody ought to revise its bylaws to allow these types of issues to be settled by its city council. And other governing boards, such as the Powell City Council and the Park County Commissioners, should ensure that their appointed boards fulfill the same recommending role. End quote. I couldn't agree more. The shame in this whole affair lands squarely on the Cody City Council. 
They knew going into this that it was going to be a hot-button issue in Park County, and they didn't do anything except pass the buck. And there probably was a discussion at some point to just say, well, let the Planning and Zoning Board make the decision, and then we don't have to. It just goes to show you that, generally speaking, politicians are the same, that it doesn't matter how big your constituency is, you try your best to get out of being accountable to them. As it turns out, the Planning and Zoning Board did approve the building of the LDS Temple over in Cody. They have not, however, approved the steeple on top of it. They're going to let the court decide that one. In my opinion, given the parties involved in this whole thing, it was probably going to end up in court anyway. And perhaps that's the biggest shame out of all of this. Once again, we're allowing one branch of government to dictate the powers of another. In one article, I don't recall which one, the Mormon Church said that it was willing to negotiate the height of the steeple and the lighting surrounding it. If they were willing to negotiate... Why couldn't the city of Cody and the Mormon church come to some sort of compromise? Understanding that in a compromise, no party goes away from the negotiation 100% happy with the outcome. The whole thing is a mess, and it shouldn't have been that way from the very beginning. But because politicians pass the buck, and because people are unwilling to negotiate, now this thing is going to end up in court, and one unelected person is going to make the decision. The whole thing is just ridiculous. That'll do it for today's installment of the program. Have a good week, and we'll talk again on Wednesday when we'll visit with Wyoming House Majority Floor Leader Chip Nyman. I'm going to ask him about the abortion lawsuit that's still in court and get his thoughts on a few other issues that are going on around the Cowboy State. But for now, from the base of the Bighorns in the Cowboy State Politics Studio, I'm David Iverson, and this is the one and only Cowboy State Politics.